Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Check us out on Twitter at Hanging with Apes. Check out our website, hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Today, we got a lot to discuss, a lot of good stuff. We're going to talk about rich black kids versus rich white kids and how many of them stay rich throughout the course of their lifetime based on a study uh, that uh, in a story that broke from the New York Times. Should drug dealers get the death sentence? President Trump seems to think so. We're going to unbox that, see what we think, see how we feel about it. Hillary Clinton, she's still talking about the election outcome. That's old news. But that ties into some new news with the primaries going on and the midterm elections in November. So we're going to dive into that. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the inequality town hall meeting that's taking place actually right now as we speak, as we conduct this uh, podcast between it's with Bernie Sanders, uh, Elizabeth Warren and Michael Moore, the filmmaker. So we got a packed episode for you guys today. Let's do this. If please don't mind my voice, I'm a little bit under the weather, but rain, sleet, or snow, we put this episode out. We got to get it done. So we're here. What should we get into first? Let's do the young ass um, study. All right. So, study, New York Times article broke out, essentially saying that pushing it like, like no matter what the black man just can't get a break in this country. Uh, Pretty much saying that even black kids, black boys that are raised rich, because there are rich black people out there, despite what the news would have you believe, there are rich black people out there, uh, raised alongside with white kids in the similar neighborhood, similar, similar socioeconomic status. They're saying that it's a lot less likely for the black kids to stay rich and more likely for the white kids to stay rich based off reading the article what are your thoughts what do you see what is your observation uh, i'd like to i mean there were so many elements to it and uh, i didn't like when when i was reading on it that they didn't have everything detailed because obviously it it, it, it actually makes me want to kind of get into like what what goes into a, like a think tank, which is like those, for anybody that doesn't know, that those are like the organizations that create these these uh, surveys. You know, they ask questions, they study people, thousands and millions of people, and, and it's just a group of people just doing research, just getting the numbers. So it makes me want to like look into it to see like what, what it is that they're looking at. Um, but I, I wouldn't doubt that there there would be a disparity due to... I mean, political, political reasons, you know, there, there's obviously a lot of elements that go into this stuff because, because like politically, how has that affected white and black people? Uh, culturally, how has that affected white and black people? And then I guess my question would be, what are the questions that are being asked on, on that front? Like, okay, culturally, okay, politically, um, uh, socioeconomically, uh, I guess, that's the uh, the strong suit to this one is socioeconomically they kind of studied that but but how did they get to that 
because because one one side of of a of a test or of a survey rather uh, doesn't it's it's kind of uh, faulty I guess you know what I mean so yeah. that's what I wanted to know because there there was one uh, part of the survey that I found interesting which was like the the marriage rate between black women and 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 black men and white women and white men which which it was a big difference between between white people and black people um but then also they didn't even show cuz some of them had like latino and asian and some of them just had black and white people so i would i, I guess i would like to get my hands on the actual study to 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 see what what it is but um i don't know part of me thinks that maybe they don't want to show everything no it, it does it does seem like there's definitely some sort of a narrative mm-hmm. trying to be pushed yeah uh because i would imagine that when you're conducting such a study and you have all these different econ- economists you would want to go about it as as uh objectively as possible yeah and and non-biased but if you if you have a narrative that you're trying to push then you're going to go about it more one-sided because the truth of the matter is that responsible research dictates that when you come to a certain roadblock especially in terms of like why this is the way that it is okay you're discovering that there's something there okay but now, why aren't you taking it a step further to like find out why why it is yeah. the way that it is? And so I, but I do think that despite them trying to, at very least, seem one sided, there is sort of a backdrop story being told, and and I recognize that at the part where it talks about the 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 spectrum. And like it, it, the the it's it's a very brief part in the article, but it goes into like Asian Americans, uh, Native Americans, whites, Hispanics, and Asians. Yeah. Um, and well, and not yeah, Asian Americans, and and then blacks obviously, and like you notice that that right there there is a spectrum, and then it starts to like beg to question is the the reason why this exists is it cultural because you see yeah. on that spectrum asian americans are the most successful and yeah. and that's that's another thing that like i feel like a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. and it's not talked about a lot because like in the realm of like identity politics and like biased mainstream media they like to push the narrative of white privilege so you, it's kind of hard to push that narrative when you're talking about how Asians actually do better than whites in this country, like financially speaking. And they pay for it sometimes academically because sometimes they'll be like, oh, well, this isn't for you because, well, you're already like at this level. And I've, like, and I've like read about some that. overqualified shit. Yeah. So when it comes to like, you know, getting grants or, or scholarships, they can't even get them because they do good. Right, and I think that's wrong. And, and so, and so, like you, you have this, you have this spectrum, and then when you look at the spectrum, you start to look at like what the 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 culture and the discipline of that culture dictates. Asians are pretty are very much known for studying a lot. You know, even during the summer, like the kids, they play a lot less. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, white kids having like certain information taught to them young, black kids, certain cultural aspects, Hispanics, because like I, I, in that spectrum, Hispanics fell like somewhere in the middle. And I would say that in my experience, I see about half Hispanics that are more, I guess, if you will say like right wingers that are more like, hey, my life is my responsibility. Yeah. And then you get some that are more a little bit to the left, like, hey, it's the government's fault, white yeah. privilege, all that shit. And then and then and then and then Native Americans are were very close to the to the black side of that spectrum. And then you see that there's a lot of there's similarities in culture, like kind of like blaming things on the government. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I do feel like if if that study were to delve deep deeper into the the cultural aspect of 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 why that is the way that it is, we might get some more answers. But yeah. like you said, maybe they're being vague about that purposely. As a matter of fact, let me give you an example. Last time you brought a study about the Uber and Lyft drivers, the gig economy, and it didn't just show that men get paid more than women. Okay, we, we've we known that there is a pay gap. But why is there a pay gap? And then it went into detail on why the men were getting paid more. Right. Which is because they were taking longer trips, because they were taking, they're going to uh, worse, the worst neighborhoods. Because, they, were, they were taking yeah. trips that women don't like to take, like to the airport. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. That's responsible research. Yeah. It's, yes, men are making more. Here is why, based on our study. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then especially, like, and then what, what, what kind of, I guess, if you will put the cherry on top of the whole thing is it was based on a system that doesn't care your what what gender you are. Yep. It cares about the your productivity. Exactly. Uber, like Uber, it doesn't it doesn't yep. care about that. You know what I'm saying? The algorithms and all that. And so that's responsible. Yeah. This not so much. A lot of left a lot of questions. Exactly, and and that's the thing. When you see something, you want to know the answers. That I guess that's how my mind works, right? And your mind works, and. I would hope that that's what people want to know, right? Okay, this is wrong. Why is it wrong? And and some people will look at that study and then look at it and be like, oh, well, that's how I feel. Uh, this, is, this validates how I feel. That's not necessarily a good thing. Maybe it should be like, oh, I felt that this was it. Why, I guess, I want to know now. And that's where I feel that in in reading about it i have i haven't really gotten too much of a of an answer i would like to read a little bit more on it to see i i feel like this particular article is more so tailored towards people like you said that want to want to have how they feel validated than than have how they feel substantiated you know what i'm saying exactly like i'm the type that like i'm willing to have how i feel challenged for it to be substantiated as opposed to like, well, this is how I feel. I want it validated. I don't want to be challenged about it. I don't want to have to like change my thoughts about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 then you get that you get that now, even with with um, this inequality town hall thing yeah. that's going on with oh, like yeah. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Michael Moore. It's literally going on like right now. Right, right now as <laughs> as, as we speak. Yeah. And. Uh, it's 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 funny to me that 
they're banking so much off of that <clears throat> when the economy is doing so good. Like, how is that going to work out for you? Because people, wages are going up. People are doing better. Yeah. There's, there are, there is a lot of opportunity out there. Like, kind of crazy. Like, it's crazy between like social media, my time, you know, reading the news, being on the internet. How many different jobs I'm seeing like thrown out there yeah. from the private sector and good paying jobs. You it, know what I'm saying? So now when you, it really does, it really does take the excuse away because, you know, when in one of the, the. Hey, not to mention. Now that you're saying, you know, that you could get good paying jobs, then also we just mentioned the gig economy. My sister was just talking about, oh, wow. She messaged me. She said, oh, well, uh, 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 Detroit's economy is looking better. I was thinking of buying a building over there to Airbnb it downtown. So that's, you know, she's much younger than me. So to be thinking that way, the youth is starting to see like, oh, wow, we can start using these tools, these innovative tools that have been, you know, kind of, I, I guess... At this point, they're booming, right? It's it's a booming economy. It's it's innovate innovation at its best. So it has people thinking. So, I mean, literally, I could be, get fired right now and be like, oh well, fuck. I guess I got to do Uber now. There's no way I could be unemployed now. If yeah. I have a car, I can then be like, oh, until I find like a career, I'll do Uber and Lyft. So it's like there's no way to to kind of be on some broke shit. Yeah, and, and and depending on how how much you hustle, you might actually end up making more from Uber and Lyft than you would from like what it's con yeah. considered a, a typical career. Because I've talked to some Uber drivers. You know, obviously they hustle, but but they they do they do pretty good on a weekly basis. Yeah, put in the hours, and and just think outside the. And that's the thing. It's like to to think about these things it's, it's such a weird it's not a weird time but it's a good time you know it's like this is this yeah, is uh innovative and and so back to my point like what do you what do you do when you no longer have that excuse because in one of the marketing videos for this inequality town hall they're showing this girl where she's saying yeah you know like i work at mcdonald's and like I make I make five hundred dollars a week and I gotta pay for this, I gotta pay for this, I gotta pay for this, I gotta pay for that. Okay. Let's 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 navigate this a little bit here. Number one, I don't think McDonald's was ever meant to be a career. Well yeah. we've talked about this on the show before. So and that's number one. And how old was she? Like, was she a young? She, I don't know. It doesn't, it didn't say her age, but she looked young. She, she didn't look old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got that aspect. You also got the cultural aspect of, well, you're saying you have a kid, you have all this stuff, but it seems like you're single. So like, like at some point, don't you think that maybe you want to, you know, consider mating up with somebody and like working yeah. together? So like. That's that's the other that's the other thing that's going into the and and when there's a whole agenda behind that as well. But now, like you said, you have you have the gig economy, you have all these other like opportunities opening up. At some point, like your excuse is not gonna be good enough anymore because yeah. there's gonna be too much opportunity out there. Yeah. And so what I'm saying by that, like and 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 
sort of coinciding with what your sister said about Airbnb in, in Detroit because the economy is getting better, but it's still like at a probably lower market value where you can like capitalize off of it. Yeah. Like at, at, at some point you got to make a move. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't expect the government to, to like fix all of, all of the problems. Not at all. So now what happens, what happens when there's so much of it out there and it's in such an abundance, what happens to the politicians yeah. like Bernie Sanders and, and Elizabeth Warren who are banking off people believing in this like inequality monster, you know, like, like what happens to these politicians? They're going to get lost in, in the, in, in, in the wave of, of, of just, again, innovation because right now we're, we're in a good time where the transitioning of it all is happening. It's all just happening at the right time at the wrong time for them. And, and, and it's like, it's like, like you said, there comes a point where, where does your, your excuse of not getting this money like stop because there's just so much opportunity out there. And, I mean, it's it's sad, and and it's it's bad to think that way, and it's bad to sell that to to sell that uh, point to people, because I, you know, being a Latino, and and coming from where I come from, I don't want people, you know, to think that way. I guess you know the people of my race to think like oh to to to, to always have excuses because. We live in America, and and let's let's just put it bluntly: is you you get what you put in. So we need to get to that thought process, you know. Um, and we talked about it before with uh, Vince, with the whole Chris Chris Rock tambourine type type deal. I liked that he had a no nonsense attitude when it came to parenting, when it came to being uh, a black man in America, and and I feel that that's that's the type of attitude you got to have. Don't don't have a. There's no time for weakness here. Like show strength by by putting in the work, and that's how you change things. If you stand and and pity yourself and 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 and, and you know, feel bad about the situation, it's not the time. The time the time is now. Like just put in the work, do what you have to do, and let's not let's not leave uh, excuses on the table or or let, let let's not use excuses. You know. To, to say that, you know, you, you couldn't get shit done. And, and I mean, you're a perfect example of that. Got the real estate going. You got the podcast going. Like, no one gave you that. You just put, you sacrificed. Yeah. And, and now you have that. So, was there, like, people, like... I does my thing. Right? <laughs> were there people, like, with, like, uh, pitchforks waiting in front of the real estate buildings you were buying saying, oh, you can't. You can't fucking move up in this world. No, they that, that's a funny visual, though. <laughs> yeah, like, it is. Like, fucking <coughs> the system. It ju- they just have a shirt that says the system, and they're all just yeah. standing there. They didn't. It's you sacrificed. You saved. You you've refinanced you you've become your own bank you and that's that's a beautiful thing to see and and there was really no one there to stop you it was just again calculated um, you did your thing and and shit more power to you keep doing it and and that's what I want to see with with our people and and it, it's it's funny because it, it's really it's really like a lot of it boils down to like observation and and deduction. Yeah. For instance, I was talking to one of my friends 
uh, today actually at work, and and he was saying how he saw he sees this house for short sale in a different like area than where he lives, and he's like, pretty much the equity alone in his house will be able to like cover this house, this new house. And he'll still have money left over. So, like, he'd pretty much essentially be able to, like, buy this house, just cash, yeah, and, like, fix it. That's beautiful. And then, and then, like, be in a position where he'll still have some money left over based yeah. off of, like, obs- observation and deduction. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and, and that's my point is that we all have that. I mean, you know, barring people that have like a mental disability, but for the most yeah. part, the everyday person, if you can walk from your house to the corner store and back, you have observation and deduction. Like you yeah. have that, that capability. So now once you have that capability, it's up to you to like, see, all right, well, which people am I going to talk to? Which people am I going to listen to? Because just like you and I can have a conversation about, about, you know, some some Jordans that are gonna come out that like we're excited about. We also can have a conversation about interest rates and what what banks are doing and stuff like that. And, and my point is this: is that sometimes we need to like step outside of what's considered like the realm of cool. Yeah. To 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 like m- make our life better. Yeah. And sometimes. Just shut up and listen. Like and, and and you can get far by shutting up and listening sometimes. Yeah. I, I it happens to me all the time. Sometimes like I think I know about something and I shut up and listen. And then sometimes like I I I don't know anything about it and I shut up and listen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let that let that guide you rather than just being so quick to like make an excuse about well why this is the way that it is why this is no be a little self-aware maybe i'm not listening to the right people yeah maybe i'm not doing the right things maybe you know we both and i mean let's uh, this is minuscule but still we both skipped on these new jordans that came out um what were they the 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 jordan nines i wanted to get them yeah i wanted to get them you wanted to get them we didn't um, I and, really wanted to get them. Yeah, because they're nice, and uh, you know, it, what it's two hundred dollars. Like it was twenty. Yeah, two twenty. I mean, okay, maybe yeah, you could purchase it now, and 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 that's fine. But but uh, a lot of people make the sa- make the mistake of saying, "Oh, I got the money," but do you really have the money? You know, right? Because yeah, we have the money to be able to pay it, but but then are you? What does that mean? Can you save as much this month? Can you? You have to put your priorities straight, and 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 that was one thing that we skipped. That I was kind of you know right. Like how much do these shoes contribute to my big picture? Exactly, and that's something that I feel a lot of people sometimes they skip over. You know, oh well, let me get let me get this this stuff for the now, and it's fine. You know, you know what? More more power to you if you want to get a, a nicer TV or, or or something like that. But always ask yourself. How does this all fall into the big picture? Because sometimes that little sacrifice, maybe those, and and $200 is nothing. In in this shoe game, like when it comes to like these people that are into shoes, they'll pay $1,000 for some Yeezys. So like $200 ain't shit. And then we were still kind of like, all right, you know, well, 
let's let's not do this now. We don't have kids, so it's not like you know we're we don't have the money. But again, you know, there has to be a limit, and 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 that's something that that even even if you have the money like in the bank, like okay, is is it better to kind of wait and 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 you know use it for something else, put in your savings account, and that's a mentality that you have to have at all times. You know, one thing that I do is is I have money taking out of my uh, paycheck right off the bat. So I've already, I'm used to like what I get paid minus what I save. And that's a good thing. And that's something that if you know that you're not going to be able to take the money out and put in your savings, maybe you should go to the bank. Maybe you should do those things and and, and make it where it does it for you. And it, every little thing counts. It's, it's so many small decisions. And that's, I guess, our point is is, is you know, there's a lot of decisions you make every day. Uh, financial decisions, um, you know, little sacrifices here and there, and they all just build up into a big opportunity. And and I guess my thing is let's not, and 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 you and you pretty much put it perfect. It's better just to shut up and listen, and 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 observe, than to, than to right away say, oh well, why the fuck don't I have this? Right. You know, Definitely. and and at, at, at this point, it's it's about you know observing that, learning, and becoming better. Which I think is a perfect segue into like Hillary Clinton <laughs> yeah. and 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 her her recent comments about the election outcome. She was in India, and I don't know why these people keep asking her why she lost the election, yeah. but she said that. She, well, it was a, a, a few different things that she said, but she said that one, that um, the states that voted for Trump are backwards, that the states that voted for her are like more optimistic and diverse. And then she went on to blame married women, pretty much saying that the men in married women's life influenced them to, to not vote for her. Now, that's a perfect example of not shutting up and listen. Like... All this time has passed that Trump has been president and you still don't re- you still don't get it. You still don't get that like you were push- pushing like a wildly un- unpopular agenda. You still don't get the- <laughs> you still don't get the fact it it's crazy to me. It's before I go to, go into the next point. It, yeah. it, it's crazy to me that like she's such a feminist. Yeah. But yet she's over here saying that like men dictated how like their wives voted yeah well that's how i was gonna read exactly what she said which is this is what she said um the that the women that cast the stuff uh they had ongoing pressure to vote the way that your husband your boss your son whoever believed you should and it's like no you right like like what world do you live in like where men are like pressuring women to vote a certain way like i've never even seen that in my life you better fucking vote like this. Yeah. You better vote like this. Like your sons, mom. If you don't fucking vote like this, you're not invited to my graduation. Like what? 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 what Fuck you, mom. Like, like, <laughs> like, like what? Like what world does? Like, like. Yeah. What, what I don't know world what do you live in. Yeah, we're not in the 1800s, motherfucker. Like this is 2018. You know what I'm saying? Like, what pressure? What are you talking about? Now, if you take an advice from your husband or your son, or that's that's one thing. But to be pressured, no, like, and 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 it's not like your husband is going like. No matter what your husband says, you're 
you're voting. So you could just be, oh, yeah, I'm going to vote for him. And then you vote for Hillary. Right. How am I going to know who you voted for? Like, or, or, or how is she going to know who I voted for? That doesn't make any sense. Because you could just play the part and then fucking vote. Like, I don't, I don't even understand that. Maybe, maybe the fact that, um, you know, married women have a different view than single women. Maybe that's what it was. Right, but that's not being pressured. No, that's not being pressured at all. Your worldview is different. Your experience is yeah. different. And like you said, it's a perfect example of not shutting up and, and you know, and, and, and listening because you lost for a reason. And and you lost against Donald Trump. Like, like had you had... Donald Trump was so controversial that if, if you would have had a better game plan, you could have beat him. You know Possibly. what I'm saying? Yeah. Possibly. It, but it's like you made it all about the the feminist movement and and well just stop be quiet listen observe like see what's going on and and we'll see i guess we'll see from the primaries which today. is which is or what the, to some degree the democratic party does seem to be doing yeah we had that special election in pennsylvania the guy that won is a democrat lamb is his name and he pretty much ran on uh I'm not like Nancy Pelosi type of platform. Yeah. So that that could be an, a little bit of an evolution in the Democratic Party. Today I read a headline that uh, Senator from Illinois, Dick Durbin, said, we're done with Hillary Clinton. The Democratic Party is like moving away from Hillary Clinton. That's not the image that we want anymore. Yeah. So that could be a sign of an evolution. And you know what? That, that That's good. And I think that in general, people should just, whenever you've lost in something like this, step back, leave the limelight, and just kind of meditate it over and just see what went wrong. Yeah. Because you could do your party better than to always be in the limelight and always seeming like you can't get over the shit. And and, and keeping it 100% real with you, like, that actually, like, gives me hope that if these people are being authentic about what they're saying and, like, they're stepping away they're starting to step away from like these more like radical left policies. Mm-hmm. I don't care that they're Democrat. Like yeah. I, whatever is good for the country. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yes, step away from the Pelosi-esque politics because that's bad for us. Yeah. Not because she's a, a left-wing Democrat. It's not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because your policies don't help. They're hurting us. Exactly. So, Connor Lamb, if you have better policies, if you're a Democrat and you have better policies, obviously your work ethic is better because he put in a lot more work than yeah. than that the Republican that he was running against. So his work ethic speaks yeah. volumes about him. He's a young guy, and if you stay, if you stay true to what you're saying, that you're not going to vote along the lines of Pelosi. Yeah, I'm willing to hear you out, baby. Like I'm willing to hear you out and see what you have to say. Yeah. And that and that's something that that people also have to kind of fall back and and not put people in bubbles. Like just observe and and give people a chance because like like you said, if if you're willing to 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 you know have your own agenda and and that be stuff that you might agree with, then then I mean that's how you that's how you that's how Reagan got the the Reagan Democrats. Yeah. That's how Trump got the whole fucking blue, blue states this last election. You know, you have to have a, a decent game plan. And and there are weaknesses in, in, in Trump's camp that you can expose only if your agenda is correct. 
You know right. what I'm saying? It has to be based on policy. Yeah, because... Wh- it, oh, go ahead. Which is funny, which is funny because you and I talked about this the other day with... Um, uh, this is more of a Chicago thing, but still pretty interesting. How the ex-chief of police... Oh, is, yeah. is, 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 there, there, there's a rumor out there saying that he's going to like throw his hat in the ring to run against the mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, next year. Um, and it's funny because when I was telling you about that and I had like like read the headline, I hadn't like read the whole article, but, but it was just saying essentially that a source said that this guy is supposed to be saying that he's going to announce that he's going to run against uh, Rahm Emanuel for mayor. And then Damn. when I read the article later, because I, I sent it to you. Yeah. When I read the article later and I went towards the bottom, they, it said something along the lines of what we were saying, that McCarthy running would be like a very like Trump-esque type of campaign. Yeah. And you and I were saying the same thing. And and that would like equal like a perfect antithesis to like what Rahm Emanuel is yeah. as a politician. And... Even like possibly be his demise as a politician if McCarthy can like hone in on some policy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 you know what? The and, fact that he was a and, I, and I'm uh, sorry yeah. to cut you off, but yeah. I'm more than likely sure that he would run as a Democrat. But but, but that's my point. Yeah. Is that it doesn't it doesn't necessarily matter like Republican or Democrat. It's what's your policy, what you believe in. Are you real or are you are you fake? Are you yeah. a hypocrite? Like so many of these people. Yeah, and let's 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 throw this out there. Crime is terrible and it's been worse. Yeah. Ever since since he's been gone, so he does have a lot of uh, talking points. Talking points when definitely. it comes to that. It was he like, oh, I'm does. gone and now this happens. He definitely does. I don't know if that's necessarily the route he should take. Like, I'm gone and this happens yeah. because it might come off as bitter. Like, oh, I lost my job. Yeah. But if he goes about it on some, well, objectively speaking, yeah. these policies since I've been gone, based off what the mayor wants and his agenda, yeah. have caused this carjackings to go up, shootings to go up, murders to go up, you know, all of this stuff. You know, the commander that got killed. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Community there- can't get better if if it's getting worse. Right. So something has to give, and that's something that, that he could hone in on and, and you know, talk about. And, and not to mention, I've seen watching the lo- – I don't watch local news a lot, but when I do catch a glimpse of it, people are complaining about that stuff. Like, people, citizens – of you know Chicago, like they're talking about. Oh, uh, th- I can't believe this person was was out on an I bond. Like what? You're saying this? So so you know about this? So ever since the sugar tax thing happened, I- I've noticed that people are starting to get more privy with what's going on and what what they don't want, and that could be a problem. Given the fact that if 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 I'm seeing this more and more on local news, that's something that people have a problem with. Yeah, and that they're voicing so. We'll see how that shit goes, but it'll be interesting, and I can't wait to see what, what what goes on. So real quick, before we wrap up, recently President Trump has said that he thinks drug dealers should get the death penalty. What are your thoughts? I have mine. Kill them all! Well... What, what what was it exactly his comment um, that that just any drug dealer or what what exactly a drug dealer should get the death penalty? I think well honestly I, I'm I'm a firm believer of the death penalty in general, like like 
because some states don't have that. Illinois doesn't have the death penalty. Um, really, about the only thing I don't agree with is how expensive it is. Because <laughs> isn't that injection like pretty expensive? Yeah. Just hang the guys. I don't. I mean, it is what it is. If you're that bad of a person that you have to have the death penalty, I mean, come on. But but what I'm talking about drug dealers in particular. Well, because I I think for the most part, well, I don't know for the most part. I shouldn't say that, but I would say there's a a, a big consensus of people that think that like a child molester or a, a, you know some sort of like murdering rapist should get the death penalty, but a drug dealer. Not a lot of people agree with that. That's one of the reasons why the president of the Philippines yeah. got so much flack for he said similar comments. So I want to know what you think about that. Drug dealers getting just drug dealers in general. Yeah. Well, it it depends. I mean, it depends on what what it is. There's different types of drug. There's different types of drugs. Now he's talking about those hardcore. He, yeah, opioid. he 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 uh, he's alluding to to the cause. Or 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 uh, maybe not the whole cause, but uh, definitely a big player in the opioid epidemic. That's that's what this is in reference to. Not so we're not talking about the weed dealer down the street. We're talking yeah. about the people that are leading to the demise of Americans. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Well, I think uh, in order in order to slow this stuff down, because everyone is fucking like addicted to the shit now it seems you have to have shit that you, i mean yeah, there has to be a limit right so there has to be something done about it so i'm not opposed to that i know some people probably think i'm crazy for saying that because a lot of people don't think that you know it isn't a violent crime but there has to be something that there to kind of fear because it, it it has kind of gotten out of hand now it's it's so bad because you fucking get Allegra Allegra D and you have to fucking give your ID. So it's like this has become a big problem. So I would say I would say definitely something to look at as far as as far as um what I think the American public I think now since and this might sound pretty crazy but now since it's kind of affecting white folks and and good neighborhoods I think people would be more so in agreement with it than they would have been before. But, I mean, it, it, it just really depends. What do you think? I, I think Trump is very ahead of the curve when with certain things, and I think this is a particular policy that that is that there's no, really, there's not many other politicians talking about this. And I remember, I would say about, about two weeks ago, I saw this um, Rubin report with David Frum. And David Frum, I, I see him a lot on Bill Maher. And I'm not a huge fan of David Frum. David Frum, to me, is like one of those like political commentators. Like He writes books and stuff. He's an author. But he's, he's a lot like, like the Jeff Flakes of, of our time that they, they don't like this Trumpian surge in the Republican Party. They could they consider themselves Republicans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't like the Trumpian surge of of the Republican Party. But David Frum did say something that I thought was very profound. He said that a lot of times the Republicans of today try to fix the problems of today with Reagan era politics. 
Okay. And for the most part, what he went into, I disagree with. Like, I think Reagan-esque politics still do fix a lot of problems of today. But one of the things that he brought up yeah. that that I was kind of on board with is is this opioid epidemic. And his question to, or to, 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 to Dave Rubin, and it was really rhetorical. I don't think that he meant for Dave Rubin to come up with an answer right there and then. He's like, but what right now, what is the conservative answer to the opioid opioid epidemic? And the truth is, there isn't one. There no. isn't a conservative answer to the opioid epidemic. But Trump and Trump, for the most part alone, seems to be willing to navigate to find an answer. Yeah. So maybe in this whole in this whole death sentence for drug dealers thing, maybe like it's not the most worked out plan, but at least at least there's something there and there's thought being put into it because you're not seeing that from anywhere else. Yeah. And this is something that does need thought. I was reading a Time magazine article the other day. You know that 64,000 people died last year? More than guns. More than fucking almost anything else, sixty four thousand people died from 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 opioid overdose last year. Yeah. This year, in Illinois alone, emergency room visits in regards to opioid overdoses are up sixty six percent. Yeah. This shit, like this is real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is real. This is real, and it's only getting worse. There's no signs of it slowing down. That was last year. This year, I wonder what the numbers are going to be. That was 64,000 last year. What are they going to be this year? Set in the 70,000s, in the 80s? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's incredibly brave for him to like take such a strong approach. And I think it's incredibly, incredibly brave and needed for him to like bring that conversation to the table. Well, yeah, and and like I said, uh, when you said it with with the president of the Philippines, it's not a very popular thing. But I think people, are, especially with those numbers, people are going to be way more open to to that type of talk. Like we're oh, we're going to have to have the death penalty. There just isn't repercussions. Yeah, you got to get strict with this shit. I mean, even if it means even if it means maybe it's not the death penalty, but at, you know more years, you know stuff like that because. There has to be something done. Now it's getting to, to the point where it's, it's just it's just like the percentages are just getting so high, and it's just fucked up. Part of it, I think, I feel it's it's the culture, you know, just people can't deal with shit. Yeah, and, and it was, there's definitely a, a a culture there, and like the there's gateway drugs because yeah. from that article, I actually re- learned a lot from that article. It's not so much that people are ODing off of the pills so much because the pills are, are like in doses that they don't typically kill a person unless like they're fucking like swallowing a whole bottle of them. Yeah. But the it gets to the point where the pills are not enough. Yeah. And then it leads into like something, you know, more more well, harsh. Well, yeah. Look at Eminem. <laughs> he is very well documented, you know, from from his end. It's like, oh, you you're a workaholic. Oh, let me let me stay awake. Let me take these pills. Or you do this. Oh, if you go to a party, oh, I need this to be up, be down. Wolf of Wall Street ass shit. And and the thing is this, culturally speaking, there might have to be some stuff done there too. Um, and that's it's it's tough. And that's harder. That's yeah. harder. A like, lot harder. Yeah. I mean, you have fucking songs <laughs> on the number ten, you know, on the top ten billboards. 
fucking promoting that shit. And and it's one of those things where it, it's it's a little harder because not only is it with it affects all types of different people in different ways. Some people use it to for recreational purposes. Some people use it to deal with certain things. Some people, I feel that in the medical field, you know, people rely too much on pills. Like, oh, you just take this pill, you're good. Yeah. You know, from a little kid, oh, he has ADHD, just give him this. Well, can we do something else? You know, is there something else that we can do to, and I feel that that's, that's the good thing about Eastern medicine is like they focus on the self yeah. and like, you know, maintaining yourself being in better shape, being in better health, so you don't need this. Right. Western medicine is just like, oh, pill, 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 here, pill. It's like, it just doesn't stop. Oh, here, fucking pill to be swole. Pill to fucking uh, stay awake. Pill to be healthier. Pill. Oh, no, let's let's eat better. Let's think better. Let's take care of ourselves because you want to last longer. I feel that's, it's a whole nother level with this shit. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's our episode for today. Thank you guys for listening. The show does continue to grow. Thanks to you guys. You guys continuing to share it and letting people know about us. So please continue to do so. If we talk about something on any episode that you think somebody will be interested in, share it with them. Send it to them. We greatly appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Check out our website, HangingWithApes.com. Peace. Peace.